You are listening to the Essential Coaching Skills Podcast, a show devoted to uncovering the systems and the secrets that set the best apart, where you learn how to take your coaching clients to the next level while you grow the coaching practice of your dreams. Welcome to episode number one, what it's all about. Hello, this is Doug O'Brien. Welcome to our very, very first podcast. One of many, one of thousands, one of, I don't know, more than this probably (laughs) to come. And this one is a test. It's going to be relatively short because I just want to kind of get the hang of it. And who knows, I might just get on roll and start talking. This might be hours long. We'll see. That's the beautiful thing about radio or podcasting in this case, because you never know what's going to happen. It's live. It's dangerous. It's wonderful. But In all seriousness, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for very much for tuning in. And this is the new podcast called Essential Coaching Skills. And what this is about is about finding those differences that make a difference, as they say in the world of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. A little background about me. I am an NLP master trainer. I've been doing this stuff, Neuro Linguistic Programming, for a long time, 35 years and uh, in that period of time, since I started learning about and doing NLP, I've also learned about Ericksonian hypnosis and other forms of hypnosis, learned uh, a variety of different techniques of coaching. I studied with the man who invented coaching. I'll tell you more about him later on, but if you don't know his name, it is Thomas Leonard, and he invented this field that you are probably in if you're listening to this podcast. You should know his name. And so we're going to talk a little bit about his approach to coaching and various things along the way. Ultimately, the reason why this is important is so that you can help yourself by helping others. It's a beautiful thing, really. Coaching is a wonderful thing. It is the ability to help others by helping yourself and helping yourself at the same time. In other words, you have a business that helps other people. And the more you give to it, the more you get back. The if you give your best, you get your best. You know, it is almost that simple. But it's also interesting that there are, in fact, techniques. There are techniques. There are things that you can do to enhance your abilities. You probably have wonderful natural abilities. You're sympathetic. Perhaps you're empathetic. Great things. Maybe you're a very, very good listener. Maybe you are really inspiring. Maybe you are inspired. Maybe you have the ability to motivate. Maybe you just get filled with passion and and have that ability. That's great. And you also need to be able to communicate that to your coachee, to the person that you're coaching. And you need to be able to help them be inspired and them to feel that ability to be motivated. You need to get that across through your coaching abilities so they don't need you ultimately. The thing about coaching is it is coaching. I'm not carrying someone up the mountaintop, you know. If I'm a Sherpa, you know, I'm not carrying you up top of Mount Everest or anything else. You know, I, I'm, I'm carrying your bag. Maybe I'm showing you the way I'm holding the ladder for you when you go across that ravine. But you're going yourself, right? That's what a coach does. He or she helps you to do what you are here to do. 
A coach, by the way, is not a consultant. So as an example, I have a whole lot of people that I've coached over the years. One I'm thinking of at the moment is a developer of, um, let's just say, I don't want to give anything away, but he's a developer of real estate in, in a state where they have a lot of that. It's not New York, just by the way. I know many of you are suspecting that it is because I am in New York City. Um, this gentleman is not. He's far, far away from here, actually. Nice thing about coaching, ultimately, when um, Thomas Leonard began it, I never met Thomas. Actually, I did meet him, but I didn't meet him through coaching. I met him at a, a workshop later on. But coaching is done over the phone. So I've, I've literally never met this person that I'm referring to right now. I've never laid eyes on him in person. But he is a developer. He makes new buildings. I know nothing about real estate. I know nothing about being a developer. I can't consult with him on techniques of that. He's on his own for that, totally on his own. My job is to help him bring out the best in himself. So through directed questioning, through NLP patterns, models, sleight of mouth, changing beliefs, a variety of different ways I help him to get his best stuff on a consistent basis so that he can be the developer, you know, that he's always wanted to be and have a great family life and feel really good about himself personally as a, as a man and as a human being. You know, these are all things. We need to be balanced individuals. Coaching creates that. So coaching is not about taking somebody who's broken and fixing them. Coaching is not about therapy. It can have elements of therapy. There can be things about it that are therapeutic. And it is not about therapy. You know, therapy is about therapy. A lot of times, by the way, these days, these days being as I record this, you know, early 2020, these days people use the word coaching kind of instead of the word therapy. They don't like the word therapy so much. Um, one of my teachers, Tony Robbins, as an example, um, one of the reasons he got away from using the word therapy is because it has anchors, it has connotations, it has neuroassociations to the word. So he started saying, hey, I'm not a therapist, I'm a coach. But he didn't really mean coaching in the same way that Thomas Leonard did. He, he does that for people. He's obviously very inspiring and directional. But what he meant was he did therapy, called it coaching. A lot of people do that. You know, there are hypnotherapists, you know, who, who say, I'm a hypno coach. You know, they're therapists. They just don't want to use that term. Because like my mom and dad used to say back in the 60s, you know, you got to be crazy to see a therapist. There's a connotation. There's a, uh, uh, you know, idea that therapy is, is something where you're fixing somebody. Coaching is not that. So I don't use the term synonymously with therapy. And yet a lot of the techniques that we'll be talking about can certainly be used in a therapeutic context. Absolutely can. And frankly, some of them if you don't know them, I can't really imagine how you're successfully doing therapy or coaching um, if you don't know some of these techniques. Like I've mentioned before, directed questioning. The ability to ask good questions is inherent to the field of neurolinguistic programming. I should say that, you know, in good neurolinguistic programming. Uh, <laughs> those of you who are familiar with the field of neurolinguistic programming are probably aware 
but that covers a wide swath of uh, variation. In other words, there are some really excellent NLP trainings out there. Just as an example, in the early days of NLP, uh, a practitioner level certification course lasted for 28 days. Usually in a row, I think they were, you know, like you took a month off and went to Santa Cruz and studied with Bandler and Grinder. I think that's how it worked. I'm not really sure. But it was 28 days. However else they divided it up, it was 28 days for a practitioner level certification. Then you went off and did another 28 days to get your master practitioner certification. The best certification courses you can get these days, again, 2020, um, are about half that, you know, 14 days is a, is a really top-notch one, 14 days, maybe 15, 16, in that range, in that category. I, I believe there's a gentleman in, in Australia who does 18-day ones now. But that's where you're going to get your best, your best learning, obviously. You know, there's a lot to learn, and it takes time. It also takes time to practice things, right? To really get good at something, you got to practice it. So the best trainings have time for that. And there are also trainings out there. You can get certified in like four days, four or five days, boom, certification. So literally, you can go through a practitioner, a master practitioner, and a trainer certification in 15 days, five days each, which is less than some people teach a practitioner course. And theoretically, not really, but theoretically, you're getting the same learning. You're not. You're definitely, definitely not. So a lot of the techniques I'll be teaching throughout the essential coaching skills practices will be about those missing pieces, if you will, that truly you need to know. You need to know how to do this if you're going to be your best as a coach. Because when you're at your best, you give your best, you get the best. The more you can give, the more you get. Coaching is a wonderful way to be able to do that, to truly help somebody else achieve their best and you create a great business for yourself in the meantime. So this will conclude my first ever podcast. And I thank you for listening. And I hope to see you or <laughs> virtually. I don't know how that works. I won't see you ever if this is a podcast. But I'll, in my mind, I will. And you look lovely. You look wonderful, by the way. Have you lost weight? Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want any more information about today's show, please visit our website at www.essentialcoachingskills.com. Be sure to tune in again next week for our next episode and discover even more about the systems and the secrets that set the best apart.